I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the new moon in Leo. So the new moon is at 23 degrees, Leo. Um, that's the highest Mercury degree. 23 next to a 5, 5 is Mercury. Um, and it's squaring Uranus now at 23. So also at the highest Mercury degree. Uranus and Taurus is um, in co-presence with Jupiter at 14. Then it's to a 5. Mercury again. And that Taurus energy is in a grand trend Earth. So Uranus and Jupiter in a grand trine Earth to Mercury itself and Mars in Virgo, which is ruled by Mercury, and Pluto retrograde in Capricorn. We'll talk about the grand trine Earth, but that's a lot of Mercury, okay? <laughs> the degrees of of the square between Leo and Taurus plus Mercury itself is involved in a Mer- in the Mercury ruled sign, and that's a, that's a that's a lot of Mercury, and so there's a realization and understanding, um, putting the pieces together, figuring it out, that kind of element to this new moon, and uh, I well let, let me. I feel like I should just go ahead and say from the beginning, Scorpio, the opposite sign of Taurus, I have Mercury retrograde in Scorpio also at 23. So first of all, I live here. I live at this degree with Mercury and retrograde makes it in my head really intense. I'm thinking and thinking and thinking all the fucking time. So I would I would just want to tell you up front that my Mercury retrograde in Scorpio at 23 is involved in this. So I'm trying I'm I'm trying to deliberately not be really dramatic and intense about describing what's going on here. <laughs> so we'll see how we do. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, 23. Trying to thinking about it and figuring it out all the time. Like annoyingly so. Like if you, if you're a friend of mine, or if you date me in real life or whatever, you will hear me introduce sentences with. So I was thinking about. I mean, at least six times in a conversation, <laughs> to where you know people who know me are like, "Oh no shit, you were thinking about something." <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um. I was going to talk about this and release this uh, this podcast yesterday, the day before the new moon, and decided against it because the sun was at 22, and yesterday I felt uh, felt like I don't know of another word to use other than a little bit frantic about it. Like I felt like I wanted to say, "You need to hurry up and find your joy," and it's like that's not helpful. <laughs> and I, I'm really glad that I waited until the day of, uh, because now I feel more contemplative about it. 
And I, and I think that's a better place to be. And I think it's, it's the actual intent of the new moon because it, it's happening at 23, right? So um, as usual, I've been working this out in my head and in the dreamscape a lot. And I'd like to share with you what I have seen. Yeah. Um, so two, two mornings ago, this happens this happens a lot. When, I, when I'm in the liminal state between coming out of sleep and being awake, I usually get like one last kind of thing that I see, right? And especially around the moons. So anyway, two, two, two mornings ago, share with you that one. Yeah, that I, it, it, it was a trilogy of sorts. <laughs> uh, first, it was, I was, listening to a client of mine, uh, a long-term client of mine, talking about uh, the things that, that, that she and I talk about a lot in her sessions with her chart and how they're playing out in her everyday life. And I was uh, really listening closely uh, and, and trying to figure it out and, and see how the pieces fit together. And, but she was like really super chill about it. Like she was like on the floor doing yoga while she was telling me. And I was real like, like, like observing, you know, <laughs> observing how her life is unfolding with, the, you know, the more she becomes aware of who she is. Right. Then secondly, uh, it, it, I, it's, it snapped over to where I was visiting a friend of mine in like a workspace that she has. And uh, I just showed up and I was, I was like, Hey, what's up? And, and I noticed that she had a gorilla and I was like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> and she walked over to the gorilla and it jumped up, just started jumping up and down and beating its chest. And then she walked away from the gorilla and it sat back down. I'm like, oh, it's not a real gorilla. It's a toy gorilla. And she's like, yeah, Susan, it's not a real gorilla. <laughs> and so, so we were standing there together watching this gorilla become really animated if you got close to it and then sit back down whenever you moved away. <laughs> And I looked at her and I said, you know, I mean, seriously, leave it to you to be, to see this gorilla and be like, I got to have that gorilla. And she smiled. I, I observed her smile really big, being pleased with herself. <laughs> Third, uh, I was behind a ski boat with another friend of mine. She was in an inner tube. Uh, with a, obviously a rope attached to the ski to the ski boat, and I I I was on the ski boat with a with a rope, but I was I was holding a stick. And so, like when I don't know if you've been skiing before, but when it when it takes off, it's, it takes a lot out of your body to hold on whenever you're being pulled by a ski boat. And uh, but it doesn't take a lot when you're in an inner tube. Okay, not as much as if you're trying to hold on to a stick. <laughs> And uh, my friend in the inner tube was just, she was just having a great time. She was in the inner tube, whatever. 
and I was having a real like issue. And I was like, this, this stick is not working. <laughs> and then I switched to, I don't know, like a rod. And then I don't know, I finally switched over to what's normal whenever you're behind a ski boat is uh, like handles, like, and, uh, and then, and then the ski boat was going and I, and I figured out how to get my grip. And then I, I, I pulled myself up and suddenly I was skiing on my feet. And I, and I look over at my friend who's, and, and I observe her in the inner tube, just, just having fun. And I'm like, I'm skiing on my feet. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm skiing on my feet. And she was not impressed. She's like, I, I don't know why. Like, why would you ski on your feet? <laughs> she couldn't understand why I, would, why I was trying so hard to ski on my feet. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. Because it's not fun to ski on your feet, I would imagine. Okay? I would imagine that that would probably beat the shit out of your feet. So, in that trilogy, the theme that appeared to me was I was observing. And, like, just trying to figure things out. Trying to figure it out. I was observing people really just having fun and chilling out and just living their life. I was observing. Observing, finding joy, laughing. Um, observing is different than doing. Observing is different than embodying and expressing. There's a qualitative difference. This morning... Um, same kind of liminal space. It was, and so this is really early in the morning, a little bit after the, the new moon actually happened. Um, this one was, I was in an, I was going with a friend, I don't know, somewhere we were at the airport and we showed up at the airport and I had brought nothing. I didn't have a bag. I didn't have luggage. I didn't have anything. I didn't even have a ticket, much less. I didn't have a purse, nothing. And she's like, oh my God, Susan. I'm like, I'll be, I'll just, I'll be right back. <laughs> and I race home and I'm going to, I don't know, slam a bunch of stuff into a suitcase and get back to the airport. And when I get there, like, I don't know, the cars weren't parked right. And there were a bunch of dishes and I don't know, something was happening on the back patio. And I was like, I have to take care of all of this. I mean, I've, I was like, I was like, I had a sense of urgency of, I have to take care of all of this before I can even pack and just really like, Oh, I'm going to run out of time. And, and that, and that was the end of that. I'm going to run out of time and I got to take care of all this shit so I can like go have fun with my friend. Now I want to, I want to say that I've had a thing about running out of time since I was little, like real little before I even started school. So I must've been like four. Okay. Like I would jolt out of bed and be like, I'm going to run out of time, literally. And uh, I would do that. And my mother, of course, was like, uh, you have plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> but on top of it being my normal thing of, I'm going to run out of time, which I don't know, that's probably a scorpionic thing. Um, it also might be a Mercury retrograde in Scorpio thing, 
But on on top of that, on top of the normal, I'm going to run out of time. Um, it's feeling like I can't go have fun until I handle all, just handle everything. I can't even pack a bag until I handle everything. Mind you, in this in this scenario that that I was in, in that liminal space space, there were other people in the house. It wasn't just me. I could have easily said, listen, I'm packing my bag and I'm going to the airport. This shit better be cleaned up when I get back. <laughs> I could have done that, but I didn't. It was all up to me. I had to handle it. And so what I took from that was for how much of your life are you going to always feel like you have to handle your shit, all of it, all of it by yourself and mortgage your happiness for some future date and just always be scared of losing time. How long are you going to do that? That, that, that thing of, I'm going to run out of time. I mean, that's, that's not normal for a four-year-old, <laughs> but it is it's getting to be pretty normal when you get closer to midlife. When you get closer to midlife, it, you, 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 I hate to break it to you, but you are going to run out of time. <laughs> you are, we, you are. And, you know, God willing, you got a whole lot of life in front of you and it's not going to be for a long, long time, but you are a mortal being. Okay. You, I'm, you are, nobody makes it out of here alive. Okay. <laughs> being human is a fatal condition. How much of your precious time are you going to spend going, I got to, I got to hit it one more thing <laughs> before you just put some shorts and a bag and get your ass to the airport. <laughs> right. I think this is really important to think about. Uh, and again, I want to say, I'm going to try not to be like overly intense and dramatic about this, but I am going to say it. Okay. We have a real serious problem with being too far apart from each other and losing our sense of what it means to be fully alive and creative and expressive and affectionate and connected and belong. We've got a serious problem. Pluto's going to, I'm going I'm to keep reminding you of this because it's important. Pluto in Aquarius is going to say, you have a problem with how far apart you are from each other. It's going to say it to all of us. And we're going to have to find our way back to each other. I mean, I think I've mentioned this before, but I'm going to mention it again. This May, the Surgeon General came out on a microphone and said, we have a public health issue with loneliness, and it's serious. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be too weird. But you got to know that by the time the federal government notices there's a problem, it's already been going on for a long time. Okay. <laughs> My God. So 
it's not just like, wouldn't it be fun if you had more fun in your life? I mean, there is that, sure. But it's also that how here, how alive are you? How alive are you? And that I find that question to be uh, very humorous for this reason. Um, in the middle of this new moon in Leo, square Uranus and Taurus, that Grand Trine Earth. First of all, um, something needs to change about the three Dness of your life, but also the three Dness of your life is going to is going to talk to you. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna start seeing things in in Earth in your life that's trying to give you signals. Grand Trine Earth people pick up on things in the in the in the reality of life that other people don't. They also make things happen uh, more readily in 3D than other people do. Anyway, I find the question of how alive are you humorous because yesterday, guess where I was? Yes, I was in the grocery store. <laughs> I, was in the, I was in the grocery store and where I usually get like a kombucha or whatever, um, I saw a, uh, I saw a thing that really the only thing I saw on it was a uh, ancient mushroom elixir. And I was like, Ooh, interesting. Let's try that shit. And, and so I got it and, um, I went to open it, uh, to sit down to talk with you about all of this. And I swear to God, I did not even see this yesterday, but I look at the label and the brand is alive. Like the brand is called alive. <laughs> Not that the brand is living, although it is. But this the thing is called alive. <laughs> and I shared that with you because that is that is a grand a transiting grand trend earth thing. Where some you're like, man, I feel like the walls are talking to me. <laughs> Not that the walls are talking to you, but you see things that you wouldn't normally notice and it, it synchronizes. Okay. So I'm, this new moon is inviting you to just think about it. Just please think about it. Venus retrograde. Venus is coming out of a Kazemi, which is a technical term that all it means is that Venus crossed by the heart of the sun. Okay. So it inflamed Venus, which is a wonderful thing, but you need to remember that Venus is still retrograde. It didn't happen while she is direct. She's still retrograde. And she's, but going through the Kazemi, before the Kazemi, Venus was feeling the void feeling. And I, I, I'm pointing out to people, it's the void is not the point, the feeling of it is. What do we need to put in the void? And the void is not having creative outlets, not expressing yourself fully, not having love in your life, not having play, not having fun, not having joy. I mean, to the point, to the point where, I mean, I, I am genuinely taken aback by how nearly everyone I read for under this Venus retrograde 
is uh, feeling like why bother or just kind of bored because you just keep doing the same shit all the time. <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff, like really feeling a void in relationships, totally disappointed. So fuck it. Just be by myself. Just be by myself. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Like a real ache. But on the other side of the Kazemi, Venus is starting to go, yeah, you know, I don't like this void. I don't like this void. Why is this void even here? When she's direct, she's going to start filling it up. And that's on September 3rd. But she is still retrograde. So it's, think about it. Now, coming to a realization, it might come from the words that I'm sharing with you. It might, I hope. It can also come from like your own head, like something clicking in your head. It could come from conversation with other people. It could come from you overhearing conversation with other people. It could be from new information coming in that you just came out of nowhere. You, did, you didn't even expect it. Okay. So, but you're trying to understand it and you're trying to please try to understand it from the perspective of this is more important than you think. I mean, we are, Venus is having a moment. Holy shit. Like this whole rest of the year, she is experimenting and trying to figure it out. I mean, when she goes direct September 3rd, Jupiter is going to retrograde and Venus ruled Taurus for the rest of the year, September 4th until December 30th. And then in October, we've got eclipses in Venus ruled Libra and Taurus. And Venus just everywhere. Okay. So don't pressure her. Don't be like, tell me what you want. Don't, don't, please don't do that. Because she rules Libra, she needs lots of oxygen. Okay. Because she rules Taurus, she needs to take her own pace. Can't rush Taurus. And so just give it, give it, give it room to, to have a heartbeat. Okay. And please don't put too much pressure on yourself to figure out everything that would have to change in your life for you to feel more fully alive. Please don't put too much pressure on yourself because you're not going to figure it out today. I promise you're not going to figure it all out today. I promise. Because we're about to have a Mercury retrograde cycle in Virgo about reality, about what needs to be fixed, what needs to be moved, what can we change. That starts September 3rd. Not September 3rd. No, it doesn't. It starts August 23rd. <laughs> uh, it's August 23rd until September September 15th. I think it's yeah, September 15th. So you're gonna be lots of thinking about this is my point. Okay, but in right now, change the littlest thing. Okay. Use my silly example about the kombucha. I always get the same kombucha. And I saw something different and I grabbed it. And it surprised me. It, it's, it's sit right, as I speak, it's sitting right in front of me and it says alive, right in front of me. <laughs> okay? If you normally go left, go right. If you normally have oatmeal, whatever, have eggs, something. Change, change little things and see what happens. And then pay attention to your surroundings. If you go, 
that's weird. That seems like it's for me. Then it is. Okay. Pay attention and be aware. Don't put too much pressure on yourself, but you know, because your rawness is involved, it, it can feel weird. It can feel weird. Like, like you're morphing, like you're morphing into a different version of yourself. So let it, let it be weird, right? Because we, I'm going to keep reminding you of this too. We are evolving faster than we realize, and it's difficult to comprehend. Because you're human, okay, and the human brain chooses what it knows to keep itself, to keep, to be safe. Okay, but it'll choose what it knows even if it's shadowy. But that's not life. Second law of thermodynamics, life seeks out entropy. Do something different. Get out of the loop. Okay, and let yourself evolve. Keep reintroducing yourself to yourself. We take it we take it one step at a time because we're human. It's difficult to understand rapid evolution. It can be difficult on, the, on your system too. It can be difficult on the body. So take, really, take really good care of yourself. Be really kind to yourself. Don't strong arm, strong arm anything about this. Okay, don't, don't be like, fucking hurry up. <laughs> don't do that, please. Okay, and you don't need to do that. The energies around us, the energies that we exist within and are symbiotic and one with, we're, the whole the consciousness itself is working this out. You are consciousness. You're working this out. There's, there's no like vital urgency. Let it happen. But really pay attention. Okay, it's bigger than you think. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.